Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning, and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. It is Tuesday, June 2nd. Uh, Dan, it's my birthday month. It is your birthday month? Yeah, it's my birthday. I mean, I was born in June. Oh, all right. I don't know. That's is that what, you get a whole month to celebrate your birthday? Well, in my family, it <laughs> kind of do. My wife sets that tone. When it's September, she's like, hey, you know what today is? I'm like, what, September 1? She's like, my birth month. So, yeah, I have to follow oh. Anyway, um, yeah, happy June 2nd. Um, welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. Um, I'm back here. My name is Brendan, back here with Dan Brown. And Dan, yesterday I left off the podcast kind of giving a little hint about what I'd like to talk with you this morning about just some of the things you're doing. Um, and then we'll get to the scripture passage. Um, but some of the things you've been up to how God's been calling you and just some of the things he's laid on your heart. Um, just tell us about what you've been doing in your workplace. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I got to back up a little bit. I try not to eat up too much time, but, uh, I, I went through some schooling um, called the commission pastors program with the reformed church of America and wasn't sure what, how I was going to serve. And then, uh, God made it really clear to me that I was going to serve where I was. And it was a very simple thing because that's what everybody spoke to do anyway. <clears throat> but me, I had to go through a bunch of schooling to figure that out. Huh. Uh, where I was and where I am and where I have been for, um, well, I'm 53. So, and I've been working in factories and stuff for uh, ever since I turned 18. Um, so, one thing I I never had in a factory was um, any kind of ministry that I could turn to um, as I tried to walk with Jesus in some really tough times in my life. Um, I didn't have anything at work. So it was only at home a little and some church if I went. And um, I just felt called to start a ministry in a church or start a church in the workplace, a ministry that would be self-sustaining and um, have leadership in it, just like any other church does. And if I ever left that place, that that ministry would keep going because it had its own life. And um, I, I really believe that God is saying that this is going to be a nationwide ministry at some point. And it, and it looks and feels a lot like Peter Varsity, which is a, a, a ministry that's much like that, that's planted in colleges all over the U.S. So that's kind of the working model that I'm, that I'm going on. And, and uh, I started doing it at one job, and I uh, left that job, and I'm now I'm in, a, in a position where um, there's, there's close to 3,000 employees in this place. And um, just getting not getting the feet wet, and just getting started with uh, getting this ministry rolling there. But it has a great potential to reach out to all across the U.S. through through this new place where I'm working. 
which is Amazon, by the way. Yeah, it's been amazing to see the track with you and see how God has really been opening doors. And there's been some closed doors along the way too, in the way God has been just leading you through and surprising you. And um, I've been just really um, fascinated how God has been using some of your experience in like lean manufacturing and your own leadership and just the way your own mind works to envision um, a new type of church, new type of ministry in a workplace that most people don't even think of or just think, oh, that, of course that would be illegal or wouldn't work. And that hasn't stopped you. I mean, um, you've, you've definitely been aware of those dynamics and gentle and humble about all those dynamics and seeking to work with the workplace. But then you've been surprised at finding out how, what kind of open doors are there. And, um, and I think some really serious innovation is going on in your workplace for the, for the kingdom of God, because of your willingness to enter in and, um, use your imagination. We talked about imagination yesterday Yeah, uh, to be able to use your imagination and go, you know what? Things could, we could do this and it may not look like a typical church, but um, that's not what it's about. It's about making disciples and being disciples together and sharing the gospel. So um, I just, the the ministry has always been all about um, making disciples, about being able to speak the word of Jesus at work and not have it be, you know, after someone slams their finger, you know, (laughs) you know, it's, there's a, it's a different dynamic in in factories and and workplaces. And most of the time people put their, their religion on a shelf before they go to work and they pick it back up when they get home. And I want to be a part of changing that, Mm -hmm. at least allowing people to know that there's a safe place at work and you don't have to, you don't have to stuff your religion down. You can, you can be Christ-like at work. So you've been gathering people. Uh, you've been gathering a few people who are, who've kind of catch the vision a little bit. You've been piecing together your vision and figuring out how to communicate that. You've also been talking to HR and um, other Christians who've been doing some of the uh, pioneering work uh, as far as creating Christian communities in different ways. Um, and, uh, and so things are happening on the ground. It's not just an idea um, and I'm, I couldn't be more excited for what God's doing through you in that. So um, I encourage you guys, if you are curious about that, or if you have questions for Dan, or if you have um, thoughts, or if you know of somebody who um, he should be talking to about this stuff, um, reach out to me, or I'm sure you can reach out to Dan. Um, and we'd love to talk with you about it. Absolutely. So Dan, Let's uh, dive into this morning's scripture passage. Psalm 8. Do you mind if I read this one for us? Yeah, go for it. All right. Here we go. It goes like this. O Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouths of babes and infants, you have founded a bulwark because of your foes to silence the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers the moon and the stars that you have established? What are human beings that you're mindful of them, mortals that you care for them? Yet you've made them a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. You've given them dominion over the works of your hands. You've put all things under their feet, all sheep and oxen and also the beasts of the field, 
the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the seas. O Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. So Dan, is there anything that immediately grabs you about this passage? I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm connected or I feel the connection of God and us in this. You just, you, you can almost feel like the father son thing that, that he puts out there and, um, and the craziness of it, because it's, as he's, he is, he's just, you know, we did yesterday, we read about the creation and, and how awesome and, and big that God is. And, and today we're, we're hearing about how close he actually is to us. Mm -hmm. yeah, there's, there's a closeness that you hear in this and a, and a love. You hear the love, really. I think. Mm -hmm. That verse five is that what you're referring to? Yet you've made them a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. Yeah. Yep. The fact that God should be, God has every right to be, you know, high and above and and not accessible by humans and not having. We shouldn't have anything to do with God. I mean, we're created. You know, we're mortals. Yeah, what, and how he, he put everything under our feet. Yeah. What do we deserve to? How do we deserve that? What do we do to deserve that? Um, yeah, where, and yet God shows so much love and closeness to us as uh, His people. That's amazing. Yeah, I think that's that's what I was um, struck by too. Just that phrase: "What are human beings that you are mindful of them? Mortals that you care for them?" Um, the fact that we that God trusts us, you know, um, when you put something under someone else's feet, um, that's kind of like, to me, that's like giving someone the keys to your car, you know, <laughs> like, or your house. Yeah. You have the keys to my house. Or, or you're, you're allowing them to babysit your children. Uh -huh. you know? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it's like. And and God feels that way about us. It's like, it's like that feeling when your dad first gives you the keys to the car and you're like, whoa. <laughs> you know? um, and I think there's some responsibility. Yeah. And sometimes you look back over human history and you go, I don't know if that was such a good idea, God. <laughs> right. Yeah. We messed God. some things up. We messed that up, didn't we? And, and God knew that ahead of time. And God knew that putting things under our feet would lead to us killing him, you know, would lead to us killing Jesus on the cross. And yet he still did it because that's the kind of relationship he wanted to have with us, you know. And, and that word sovereign, you know, mm -hmm. just over everything again, it's just that, that bigger than, bigger than the, than the, than anything word. And, and yet sovereign, you know, it's, kind of speaks to the intimacy of it too because it's everything including you know the hairs on your head so mm. i like that word yeah it's a good word yeah this is a good passage well thanks for diving into this with me dan um and for us as listeners 
as we go throughout our day this Tuesday, I'm sure a lot of people are busy with work responsibilities. For example, Tuesday's a big work day for a lot of us. Uh, just be reminded today that God has made you a little lower than himself and he's crowned you with glory and honor and he's given you dominion over the works of your hands and he's put all things under your feet. So today, just work as unto the Lord. Know that um, God will um, prosper you and um, God will accomplish the good things that he wants to accomplish and that God's given you authority and agency to be able to be um, a participant in bringing his peace and love and justice to the world. So may our work today help bring that about. Um, and may we be focused on, um, on doing our work in such a way that God's peace comes, comes to earth. How's that, Dan? Awesome. Sound good? You know, the, the other thing that, that comes to mind is purpose. Yeah, purpose. We were given purpose. And if anyone, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever felt like, and what's my purpose in life? There's there's one laid out right here. You have dominion over everything. Mm -hmm. Everything. You're important. That's yeah. all. Yeah, you are important. All right, everybody. We will catch you um, tomorrow morning. Um, and tomorrow morning, we are going to be reading Second Corinthians 13, 11 through 13. That's a very short passage. So I'm looking forward to diving into that. That'll be tomorrow's. Um, for now, today, be blessed. Go in peace. Now it's time for some listener response. Pam Dreyer sent me an email yesterday that went like this. Hey, Brendan, I listened to the podcast this morning and the phrase, and God saw that what he had created was good. That phrase seems so incomplete. Do you think it should have said, amazing, awesome, extraordinary? I'm wondering if the word good meant more than the meaning we use for good in the original language. Do you think, do you know if it does? Just curious. Okay. This, uh, this word good is a Hebrew word. Um, and the Hebrew word is tov, T-O-V, tov. And yes, we translate this word as good, but um, this is like goodness itself, like everything that's whole and complete and beautiful. Um, it means beautiful. It means good. It means excellent. Um, it means all those things that you said. And um, it's actually a really strong biblical word that keeps coming back throughout scripture. So, um, yes, this is a great word. And um, it, does, um, it does kind of fall flat in the English translation. But thanks for picking that up. Um, I hope you have an amazing, awesome, and extraordinary and Tove day today. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.